0: Hello there and welcome back to Tradey Trady Business School podcast, the podcast where we're talking all things to do with running a trades business and helping you to make more money with less time and have a fantastic business. I'm joined by Barry Magladidi, if I say that correctly, he always corrects me when I say his last name, and Miranda Hill. Uh, Welcome, guys. I'm really, really glad you're here. We're having lockdown together because we're here today to talk about lockdowns and and how that affects... Uh, businesses and thankfully we are being COVID safe because we are in different parts of the world right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was funny the other day I was running a group coaching call and people turned up with masks in the group coaching call. I was like really they're really being quite careful on this group coaching call on Zoom Uh, and then I realised they were uh, based in New South Wales and uh, they were uh, in the workplace, so they had to wear a mask in the workplace. But at first I thought it was a bit of a joke. There we go. Thank we you. We should Mark. probably wear uh, a mask during
2: just,
0: the whole podcast.
2: I was just <laughs> going to say, sure we shouldn't wear masks just to be super safe.
0: Just to be safe because uh, it can come across the electronics.
1: Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah. 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 And, 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 look, we are being a bit ridiculous, but let's be honest, regardless of where you stand on the whole pandemic situation, the whole jab situation, uh, there is some ridiculous rules going around right now, regardless of where you sit in those situations. Uh, that aside, that doesn't take away from the fact that you and I, we still have businesses to run. And, you know, this conversation takes me back to when did th- this whole stuff start? Was it March? That yeah, it was March 2020. Uh, no,
0: around then. What was it 2020? Yeah. Okay. It was-
2: It seems like it's been going on much longer. Uh, But I remember we recorded a training, uh, which was Don't Panic Plan, because this thing just kind of launched. Uh, There's a lot of uh, uncertainty going on, and we launched this training. And I remember that something that really helped me manage all of the chaos and confusion and the changes in rules and regulations every other day was a couple of things. The first thing was really limiting the amount of time that I spent on social media. And so my first piece of advice of the best way to manage lockdown is that often you have a lot more time. Just make sure that time's not being spent consuming social media. Yeah. No longer to stay. That's the first thing.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I, th- I think the other thing is to when a a government body has imposed restrictions on your business on what you can and what you can't do it's very easy to focus on what you can't do. It's very easy to focus on the negativity and get angry and pissed off and frustrated with what you can't do. However, the people who are actually successful in in these times are the people who focus on what they can do. And I know we've spoken to many clients who have seen this as a huge opportunity in lockdowns to systemize their business or actually to get the back end in order ready to go for when they do open up because maybe they've been so incredibly busy that they haven't had the time, so to speak. Um, we've spoken about that on previous episodes about challenges to time. I'd encourage you to, to listen to those if you haven't already. But when you do have time, what we choose to do with that time really does matter.
1: So many businesses at the moment, um, and, and I know you listeners out there will be affected differently and you'll be in different parts of the country and some might not even necessarily even be in lockdown uh, when you're listening to this. But uh, the there's so many, um, so, so some, some businesses are more busy, some businesses are continuing to operate pretty much as normal and some are, are affected. And I, from what I'm noticing is the ones that are quite greatly affected uh, those that it might be in a in a service area that is impacted through you know, changing needs of of the market. However, those that are also affected quite a lot are those that maybe didn't take care of the back end of business and get the basics in place all the way through, and so they're in a more vulnerable, weakened position now. When there's rapid change in the in the market and the environment, and there's a lot of change, it's changing um, it's changing rapidly. And it might settle for a while and this may flare up again. So this episode will still be relevant, you know, in six months' time uh, if, you know, things come and flare again and we suddenly get into a stage of of rapid change. But circling back to what you said earlier, Michael, about the frustration, there are some funny, crazy things going on that are causing frustration. I've been witnessing it firsthand in our clients. And uh, I suppose the first tip I would add to it is just be really aware when you're taking that on. It's it's seeping into you you're carrying the frustration of the change with you and focusing on how it's affecting you what you can't do and like as michael said focus now on what you can do just notice when you're actually carrying it with you because it will weigh you down and alter your your resilience and and the way that you face things
2: yeah it's it's a really good point i guess a different angle from the same conversation is that you know, if, if this whole situation has taught anyone anything, it's that we have a lot less control than what we potentially mm. realise. And as many of you know, I love to surf and I often see this can relate to surf. You know, I haven't got any control over the swell direction, when the waves come, the swell size, the wind, none of that stuff. What I can control is where I choose to position myself in the ocean what I can control is when I choose to go surfing and when I choose to go home. What I can control is what board I choose to take and what I choose to wear. Now, I just, to some, some reason, it's almost ingrained in us as a human experience to often complain, right, and to buy into the drama. Yet, is that getting us what we want, right? Complaining about the lockdowns or complaining about the situations like you're deeming yourself powerless because you can't actually change that. And so realize right now that what you have got control over is your thinking, is your energy, and is the way that you choose to invest your time. And so it's very easy to sit there and be like, oh, I can't work, therefore I can't make money, or I can't do this job, or I can't get supplies, or whatever else. But very much like you said, Michael, it's like, let's put it aside because you can't change that. But what are the things that you can change? You know, the people that I've seen do the best out of this last four months is the ones that have been most adaptable to that change, right, and the change of the conditions, the one they've chosen to be really focused with their thinking, with the decisions that they make, and how they choose to invest time. And something that I've personally found, uh, you know, like, think about this, we have this seesaw in life, and on one side of the seesaw is certainty, and on the other side of the seesaw is variety and uncertainty. Now, some people do quite well with with uncertainty, yet if all they had in life was 100% uncertainty, that would break them and vice versa. Some people do better with certainty, and if all they had was complete certainty, they'd go crazy too much. We need this interplay between variety and and, and, and certainty. And so right now, you know, there is a lot of uncertainty that's being forced upon us. So therefore, what we can do is we can control the amount of certainty we bring in. And so something that I found really helped me is by bringing a solid morning ritual, right? Setting myself up with meditation, with exercise, with journaling, and with sitting up to plan my days and my weeks in the morning before I get on my phone, before I check social media, before I check emails from Teams or text messages and stuff like that. And I found that through having that daily routine has allowed me to a lot better manage the variety, the uncertainty, and it was also brought about some phenomenal innovations throughout my company. And if
1: you're out there, and definitely, I love that. And, and having those routines and rituals also apply to your personal world and personal care as well as in business. Keep keep up with the routines and rituals, and taking care of business. Uh, don't go. Well, I don't need to do things right now because things are all different. Keep keep the basics running. Keep doing your books. Keep looking at your numbers. Keep reconciling things. Keep um, taking care of clients in just the same way, because that is what will carry you through from, a, uh, I guess, a, a mindset and psychological well-being perspective is bringing that certainty in, as well as it'll keep your business running and strong so you're ready and you've got the momentum when you can start moving. The other yeah. thing I'd add as well is start looking for opportunity. There is a lot of opportunity opening up as other business owners uh, take the it's too hard road. Or the I'm frustrated, or I'm just going to go home and sit home and wear my Uggs, um, whatever it is. Uh, so there is opportunity opening in many, many ways. So, what if you just for a moment looked and went, where is the opportunity in this for me?
0: 100% yeah, I remember. focusing on what you can do as opposed to what you on what you can't do. Yeah. Absolutely. I
2: remember Warren Buffett said uh, one of his investing advices was like, get. Fearful when people are greedy and greedy when people are fearful. And, you know, some of the the most money and and largest growth in companies have happened through global financial crises. We can't be open to see that opportunity if we're focusing on what's happening to us. You know, I remember when when, uh, this started last year, I flew into Perth uh, in March to run the event for the Game Changers and to see my kids for two weeks and left my home in Bali. And then lockdown happened. Perth got locked down, borders got locked down. I couldn't go back to Bali. I was stuck in Perth for nearly five months, right, which wasn't my home. Now it would have been very easy for me to have uh, complained and moaned and groaned, but I made a decision that I was gonna come out of, come out of the pandemic stronger, fitter, healthier, smarter, and more financially uh, wealthy as a result of COVID than before I went into it. And something that kept me uh, really on that point was to have a list every day of things that I tick off, things like you know reading a book for 15 minutes, doing my morning meditation, doing my exercise and so forth. And as a result of that, that certainty put me in a perfect position to focus on opportunities. I didn't mean that that many of my businesses weren't hurting and experiencing massive changes, but, again, it was a constant reminder every day of that of that ritual and routine to have me focusing on the opportunity, to have me focusing on what you said, Michael, which is what I can do. Yeah. Now, this seems super simple, but just take a moment right now and reflect on the last 12 months. Have you been somebody that's just ran at this thing and gone like, I'm going to make this thing mine. Like I'm going to get through this healthier, fitter, stronger, financially better off. Or have you been someone that's put caught up in the drama, in the stories, in the complaints about what's going on and what's happening to you and what you can't control. Be honest with yourself because we've all been there and we've all experienced that. Yet this conversation is an important conversation for you to go, okay, well, has that way of being got you the results you want? It never does, right? No. Versus times that you've, you've taken the bull by the horns, you've taken action, you've charged towards what you want. Has it been easy? No. But this is where leaders, this is where entrepreneurs, this is where great businesses are built right
0: now, Mm. right in the ring. Yeah. It it reminds me of a very simple example. When I was young and I was naughty, I was told to go to my room. And I hated going to my room because my freedom was taken away. You know, I didn't want to go to my room. Don't don't tell me what to do, you know. And uh, I'd run, you know, kicking and screaming and crying and like, ah, you know, like I'd be really upset with mum. And I remember having this conversation with mum and she would say when she was told to go to her room as a little girl, she got really excited because she could read the book that she wanted to read without anyone interrupting her.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and so the exact same event, mm. but a completely different perspective on how to manage or, or, or the perspective of that event. So that's that saying that it's not what happens to us, it's what, that, what we make that mean. Yeah. That's, the, that's the thing.
2: Yeah, whether it's a global pandemic, whether it's a financial crisis, whether it's your kid getting the chicken pox, right, or your wife being too sick to work or husband, whatever it is, like there's always going to be something, guys, Mm. right? Like this, like I'm telling you right now from my experience, you don't get to a point where there's no challenges. The challenges just get bigger, but you also get better at dealing with them. So now is your opportunity to really focus on like what can I do and put your energy and attention into that rather than, focusing or, or complaining about what you can't do
1: mm. there's another angle I wanted just to to round out the conversation with and that's the people part so we've been talking to all listeners as, as as one person one business owner and how you can look at the the in your approach and how you can look at the you know lockdown or, or whatever change is going on the other angle is is the others, the people in your world, being it loved ones, being it family or uh, your team. So knowing that they also will be facing similar things, it, it can be very easy when we go into these stages of what I would call survival. When we're under pressure, things are changing and we start beginning to feel like we're fighting for our survival to make it and just focus on us because it's just how we're wired as human beings. So I'd encourage you all to stop for a moment and go, how how can I bring some understanding, some love, some compassion uh, to the others in my life, my team, knowing that they will be facing similar things potentially, that they could take different meaning, just as Michael beautifully illustrated with his story, from the very same events. Now, you can bring uh, a great mindset to it, So then you can start taking care of others and going, how are you? How are you guys going? Is there anything that you need? Uh, Just ask that question of your team and and of the people in your life and check in on them.
2: Yeah, I love love that. I love that, Miranda. I completely overlooked that. But I remember, again, when this all kicked off, one thing that I felt made a real real difference for us was us reassuring the team that no matter what happened, we've got them. Yeah. You know, our team and our clients. And I think that that's what really helped us because it, and it was a constant thing. It wasn't like we said it once and the team, like, oh, yeah, we've got that. It's like it was every, every yeah. week. We had to remind the team because there was just so much going outside of there. So, yeah, really, really beautifully put a nice way to uh, round off this episode.
1: Well, there we go. I think we did it. I think, we, I think,
0: that, think that, that, that's awesome. it for this
2: episode. Yeah. <laughs> hope you enjoyed it.
0: See you on the yeah. next one. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank <music> you.